0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I love the Canadians. I've been to Montreal, but no way. That Tampa team is much better and much tougher, and it's a miracle. So I'm laying Tampa in five. Puck in behind the Tampa net. McDonough is on it there. Fretches it to the boards. Suzuki takes a hit from Chernak, down to 15 seconds. Puck pinned to the corner, to the right of Vasilevsky. Comes out in front, it is cleared as time winds down here in Tampa. Five seconds remaining, Puck retrieved by Petrie. Lightning strikes twice. The Tampa Bay Lightning with their second straight Stanley Cup.
2: This is BetQL Daily with the
0: Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. NBA Finals Game 3 last night. The Bucks are in the series. The deficit now down to one game. Uh, we're going to have to wait until Wednesday until we get to game number four. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, this is BetQL Daily. Now joining the show, favorite of everyone. His name's Jimmy Patzos. Odyssey NBA Insider Insider Calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data, insights, and books Don't want you to see Bet smarter and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today on Twitter at Coach Patsos. Jimmy, are you taking your Lightning and Five money? I'm sure you had some Joker money, Italy, Ronaldo, Golden Boot. You putting that all in the home run derby tonight?
1: No. We're, we're going we're gonna to take the hockey money, put it side, and what we're going to do is – Probably put it on the Avalanche right now, next year, right? Are the Avalanche going to come back flying? Or are we going to do something crazy like the Boston Bruins? I don't know. But I will tell you this, that Tampa Bay Lightning, two years in a row, quite an organization. What a team they have.
2: An incredible team, uh, Jimmy. And they're champions for the second time in 10 months. And in a week or so, we're going to crown an NBA champion here. It is 2-1 right now. The Bucks go home last night. They win. And really, the performance of Giannis is the story right now. Coach, did did you expect him? Did you think he'd play this well when we found out he was going to play in the series? Because my guess was he was going to play and we'd see him. I didn't think he was going to play this well off of that injury.
1: You know, the honest thing, we talked about this before. His first game, he's nervous. We've all sprained our ankle. We've all got, you know, a bad back, et cetera. You know, this isn't talking NBA level, but just in life. And your first few steps, your first couple days, you're gingerly. You know, it's like like we go to the doctor and we, we do exactly what he says right away after, the after you know, he talks to us. Well, after a couple of days, we get back into our normal routine and we do some other stuff. And I, what I think happened is Giannis is getting more comfortable. Um, it's game three, game two, second half of game two. He really played well. Now game three, you know, you're talking about that stat line. It's ridiculous, you know. 13 and 17 from the line, first of all, is gigantic for him. Because if he makes foul shots, you can't stop. 41 points, 13 rebounds, six assists. And when Phoenix tried to go small, and they did go small and did a good job and cut it back, that, they cut back that lead. And Cam Johnson and Cam Kane, those are two tough guys. But Cam Johnson looked really good off the bench. They cut it to four, and here comes Antetokounmpo. He just wasn't going to let them lose. Now, in the words of our friend from Schenectady, New York, that's Pat Riley. He those who don't know. Schenectady, New York, to Kentucky, to the Lakers, to the Heat. And I coached up at Siena, so I know a lot of people that know Pat Ryan. He's a really good guy, really good coach, but make no mistake, a genius in the front office. It's all about who's gonna lose the first home game. Mm-hmm. So Phoenix held serve. Now we got the Bucks holding serve. I do think the Suns I just have a funny feeling the Suns come back and win game four. And I and I didn't feel that way earlier, but I just can Devin Booker and Bridges really play that bad again? And can Middleton yeah and holiday play that good again you know i was a little i was a little i was a little shook when i saw holiday and middleton play that bad well they came back and now here can bridges and can bridges and booker come back it's going to be a really interesting game wednesday
0: yeah coach good luck figuring out which drew holiday is going to show up from game to game but uh you mentioned booker there he was getting some steam from some uh after game too he was so good people are thinking wait, if the Suns can win this, maybe he'll get the MVP instead of Chris Paul. But then in uh, Game 3 last night, he missed 11 of 14 attempts, only scoring 10 points, couldn't hit a shot from outside uh, the arc. What happened to Booker last night?
1: You know, remember with Booker, he has admitted this. If you go back and look at Booker's press conference, and I know there's a lot of press conferences, there's a lot of things that are said that he can kind of take out of context there because there's so much media attention, et cetera. But Booker came right out and said, I have an energy focus problem. I don't bring my total energy to every game. And I, and I don't think he was being a jerk. I don't think he's doing it on purpose. He just said, sometimes my energy level and, you know, near post ad and a bunch of people caught that. And I think he didn't mean it in a bad way, but clearly his energy and his focus wasn't there last night. And remember, You know, I got a friend that went out, he's friends with Kevin Herter, see? So Herter's a really good player, and he really turned it around this year, him and Trey Young, that's the future of the Hawks, John Collins. We're talking about guys. Well, my friend went out to the Deer Park and went out to Milwaukee and said it was really not quite the level of Philly, but not the nicest fans. And they're kind of mean, and they got 9,000 people outside and 20,000 inside. And they're not sitting on their hands by any stretch. Yet they're being nice and quiet when Giannis shoots his free throws, and that's why he was 13 for 17. Well, Booker's going to have to figure it out. You know, the rally in the valley's over. They made tremendous shots to keep that series, like, you know, looking like it was easy. The Suns were just making shots all over the place every time the Bucks fought back. What I didn't like about the Suns, what scared me about the Suns is... Like Milwaukee fought back both games. They got up to six or five or eight or four. They just couldn't get over the hump. And you know, campaign hits a three, or Bridges hits a three, or Booker hits a crazy two. Well, the tide was reversed, and I didn't see the fight back last night. Now Monty Williams, fantastic coach, you got to think he's going to bring in Booker, Aiton, Bridges, and Chris Paul, and say, "Hey, man, this is it. We, 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 we if we win Game Four, it's over." So you got to find a way to bring it. The one guy that I didn't bring up, I didn't bring up Crowder because he's just so steady. Yet he's six or seven. You know, he's just been playing fantastically steady. But you guys got to bring it tomorrow night. Like it wasn't good enough. And that includes Chris Paul's nineteen and nine. They were good. It couldn't quite get it off. So the the, the the home court advantage thing that Milwaukee had. Let's see how the Suns react. That that's why I wouldn't take the Suns tomorrow night. Is because if they're going to act like that again and just let a blowout happen.
2: Go your happy price, price line. Jimmy, the one thing last night that that I mean really you noticed was the foul trouble with Ayton. And when he wasn't on the court, there's no inside presence. They, they have a size issue there. Sarich got hurt early in the series, so there's some depth issues in the front court. Th- did you see something last night that makes you wonder if we're gonna see more foul trouble out of Ayton? I mean, he's been pretty good at that. He's not a big man that gets in a lot of foul trouble, he usually plays a lot of minutes. Do you think the Bucs exploited something, or was that more of a one-off last night that he got a bunch of fouls?
1: I would give it a little bit of a one-off. Look, the referees, Budenholzer's been making it clear that he didn't think the refereeing down there was fair. Look, it's a series. It's a seven-game series. We, we, we saw that go with the Nets, you know, seven games. You saw what the Clippers did this year, just fighting back, fighting back. This is the NBA. These guys have a lot of competitive spirit. Aiden has really played well in the playoffs. Let's face it, Aiden's been sort of the surprise of the. As good as they were last year in the bubble and all that stuff, and as good as they were this year, Eight has turned it on in the playoffs. I thought maybe Monty Williams was resting him. It kind of got out of hand there, you know, the the fourteen to two runs and this stuff. I thought he just said go in there, Frank Kaminsky, yeah, he had a couple points, but that's not going to work. Lopez is bigger than, him, but Giannis, Giannis was like that was boys against men out there. So you're talking about. Aiden really played well. I mean, he had 18 and 9, and he also just he didn't have an assists to pass out of the post, but he was 8 for 11. You know, that's a really good number. If that's game 7, they're playing him with foul trouble. Is that is that game 6? I don't think he picks up as many fouls, but you pointed something out. They can't play without Aiden, and I like Saric. I'm glad you guys pointed out. Like, Saric is one of those little X factors. That's why I had the Bucs at 6. I thought Saric... And I don't think Frank Kaminsky, God love him from Wisconsin, did all he could down there in the, you know, to turn that thing around. He's a hardworking Illinois kid that has really made a career for himself. Mm-hmm. He wasn't highly recruited, but Frank Kaminsky's not the answer. He can't play against Giannis Antetokounmpo, one of the best athletes in the league at, at his size. That that being said, Aiton, I'm not worried about Aiton. I think he can play with fouls if he has to. But... It's their six or seven versus our six or seven. I'll tell you who's turning into a real interesting factor of why the Bucs can win. We had Bobby Portis. He's a real pain in the butt. Oh yeah, We had him. And I mean that almost did a good play. You kind of want him on your side. He's going to stick his foot out and trip you in the lunchroom. He has a little bit of that stuff in him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But he can make shots, too. Talented kid. Remember, he was at the player of the year in Arkansas, kind of a late bloomer. Chicago didn't really work out with some of his teammates. I liked him in Washington. I thought he was pretty good for the Knicks, Actually, puts the numbers up. He's found a home. He's a dirty-working, hard-working, can make shots. I, it, it looks like the Bucks really like him, and it looks like the Suns really don't like him. So, and, and I know it's a peaceful, harmonious world, but sometimes you need a little bit of a villain, and it's starting to be like it's Bobby Cortison, whether that was Dennis Rodman or whoever it was, Bill Inby, or, you know, you sort of got to have that guy, world met a peace, maybe as good as Kobe was, it was World Metapiece doing all that dirty work, disruption that ruined the series for the Celtics. Sometimes you need a guy like that. So can Bobby Bobby Portis? That's why I would take the Bucks. In other words, I think the Suns bounce back. But if they don't, it's because not only are is Tucker a you know a tough guy who fought Kevin Durant, but Bobby Portis is turning into a little bit of a factor in this series, and I think that's interesting. we all know whether it's hockey or football with Ray Lewis, because I'm from Baltimore. In other words, you need a guy that's like, I don't care if you hate me. I don't care if I'm not a nice guy. I just want to win, and I want to win. And, I don't, and my job is to be kind of the enforcer, whether it's Maurice Lucas, going for the old school back in the day with Bill Walton. I think Bobby Portis is really starting to impress me not only as a player, but maybe he's the bad guy villain. You know, I don't know. Tell me your thoughts on him.
0: Yeah, um, that's a guy. If he's on the other team, you don't like him. But if he's on your team, you love him. Bucks fans clearly love him. Off the bench, you know, it's a lunch pail kind of city, and uh, they, they eat all of that up. And I, I just kept thinking when I'm watching the game last night, that's guy I don't want to fight. I, I don't want those eyes coming at me on the other side. If I see him in an alley, I, I'm running the other way. I'm bolting
1: Jimmy. 100%. He's not going to fall for my funny jokes to so try to be <laughs> friends or talk about his career in Arkansas, try to build a relationship. I'm just not sure that's going down with Bobby Portis, you know. Cam Johnson, probably Carolina guy, but him, not so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're leading to Phoenix in game four. They're four-point underdogs. Let's say that happens. Let's say the Suns steal went on the road and they're up 3-1. Does this wrap in five?
1: That wraps in five. That's it. If they can't, if they can't find – like I said – Look, you're you're talking about a coaching perspective, and I don't have all the answers. I've been in a lot of locker rooms. I've been in a lot of hallways, too, at the NBA. What's going to happen is is Milwaukee Milwaukee fought back both times in Phoenix. They just got beat by tough shot-making. Like, when guys on the card, they were making great shots, Phoenix covered, defensively covered, and making shots. That's impressive. Well, I didn't see the fight back last night. That scares me about Phoenix. What doesn't scare me is they got talent. Bridges, they share the ball. They've had a good road record. They have had a good road record this year. So, Phoenix, you know, you play the numbers getting four. If they come back and steal it, then it's over in five. And I'm sure that would not make Adam Silver and everybody happy. And, by the way, the under hit last night by a point. That was 21 and a half. That hits by a point. Even though Jordan Nuara, you know, another upstate New York Buffalo kid, comes in and saw him growing up, gets a three in the corner, that could have gone either way, but that that under was just sneaking in. So we'll see. I think it's a defensive, hard fought battle. I don't think Monty Williams is gonna let them just hey fellas, we can't just rely on home court because this is a team that fought back and we, we that had us. They weren't giving up down there. We just made great shots. I just didn't see the fight. And I think Monty Williams is gonna challenge him. And here's my question to you, how good's Booker? I think Booker's really good. But well, we all know this, and, you know, we're older, Joe and Joe. You guys know this. you got to prove it like it's a finals. you got to prove it like I can overcome. I can fight back. I can get the win. I'm not going to back down. I, it's really a, a telling time for Booker, and I think he's going to answer the bell.
2: Yeah, that's when legacies are made. That, that's what this is all about. Last, Jimmy, last one quickly here. Giannis playing out of his mind as we talked about. Any chance that we see an MVP from the losing team, if this series goes a little longer than we're expecting, any chance, or is it a flat no, the losing team gets the MVP?
1: You know, that that used to happen once in a while in the old days. But if it goes seven and they lose by two and his numbers continue the way they are and nobody else steps up, like I said, the, the Suns have spread it out really well. You know, Aiton's been probably really consistent. Of course, Chris Paul is fantastic, but, you know, he's not putting up numbers. Booker gets laid an egg last night. Bridges is Bridges. Yes, I could see that because just because the Suns are so balanced, and Crowder, you know, making shots, and Bain and Johnson, I just seven seven nines for the Suns. Look, if the Bucks are going to win as much as I like Middleton, sure, Drew Holiday hit five threes, and he looked more confident, this is about Giannis. So, yes, if I think if it went seven and it was, like, really close and just something happened, that could go to Giannis as the MVP. I think he wants the trophy of the finals much more than he wants the MVP trophy, though.
0: Odyssey NBA insider Jimmy Patsos at Coach Patsos on Twitter. Thanks, Coach. Talk soon, all
1: right? No, we'll talk soon. And, yeah, it's going to be a battle Wednesday. I really appreciate you guys having me. Hey, one thing it is, it's exciting. Like I said, Matt Riley, until until somebody wins a road game, we'll see how this goes. Take care, fellas
0: insider calls presented by betql betql is here to help us all make better bets the real proven analytics bet smarter and beat the books download the betql app or visit betql.com today joe g all our guests saying sons in game four
2: yeah they love them we'll see Devin booker has got to bounce
0: back needs it how about lightning bets we have the home run derby tonight we'll tell you how to bet it in multiple ways Vic Chalksey from betql can't take cam johnson today we'll do that next on the betql network